0: Bar our heads for prayer. Gracious Father in heaven, we again thank you for the gift of your Son, our Savior. For we know that he brings hope into a world of hopelessness and joy into a world of sorrow and peace, a peace that passes all of our understanding. But above all, it brings to us the depth of your love for all your children. Be with us this day. As we celebrate his birth, as we celebrate your gift of life, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. It really is all about the love of God for us. If you were here last evening and you listened to our epistle lesson from 1 John and you bothered out of curiosity count how many times the word love appeared in those verses, it was about 17 times in just a few short verses. It really is all about the love of God for us. And we celebrate it this day with those words that Jesus is born. The promise of God to his world, a promise which he had been pouring out to his people for thousands of years. Finally, the moment in history comes where Jesus is born. Born. Think about that word, for a moment. I was trying to do a little research on the origins of that whole concept of being born. Think about it this way. To bore or to bear. Birth presents to the parents a burden that needs to be carried to be born. Any of you who can remember to that time when your first child was born? Some of you more recently, others of us a little more distantly. But you remember that all of a sudden your life changes. There is a burden placed upon you. A burden. Take care of a child. And some days we look at that child as a wonderful gift of God. And other days we think to ourselves what have we gotten ourselves into? Such is the case for Mary and Joseph. But for them, even more. For they know this child is a special child. They know that this child was born under extraordinary circumstances, that the child in the midst of them laying in this manger is the Son of Almighty God who comes not simply to live, but who comes with a purpose. As the angel told Joseph, you will name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Think about that for a moment. This child is going to save the people from their sins. You got to wonder what's going through Joseph and Mary's minds as they kind of chew on those words. Well, how's that going to happen? How do you go about saving people from their sins? Little did they know, or nor could they imagine, that it happens at a cross. That this child that they now love because this child has been born, and again, parents, remember back to that time, about a week or so after your child's born, if somebody had come to you and said, can you imagine life without your child? You would say... Because that child has already endeared himself to you It doesn't take long It's a matter of moments After birth This child is near and dear to Mary and to Joseph and especially we read to Mary who ponders all of these things in her heart and is already beginning to treasure all of the memories. As if somehow she knows that her time with this child is short. Our epistle lesson today from Titus chapter 3 reminds us again that the birth of this child is all about bringing the goodness and the loving kindness of God into our lives. The goodness of God. Not a goodness of the world, the goodness of God. Paul reminds us in Romans that there is no good apart from God, that good is literally defined by God. And yet somehow in this world we chase after the things that we think are good. And even we sometimes fall into the trap of thinking that the good things come from places other than God. For example, some of us might have already said this this morning. Was Santa Claus good to you? And I'm thinking every time I hear that question, how come we don't say, is Jesus Christ good to you? In fact, as you sort through your own memories, when's the last time... You heard that question. Think about it. If I say, Was Santa Claus good to you? you immediately start thinking of the gifts that were opened. Perhaps that ugly sweater. I'm just saying, Rhett, just saying. But that's where our thoughts go. When I say to you, is Jesus Christ good to you, our thoughts go to other things immediately. We start thinking about our situation in life, perhaps our health, our employment, our family situations. In other words, when we bring Christ into it, our thoughts go to a whole different level. Love of God and the loving kindness of a Savior gifted to us. And when we say, Is Jesus Christ good to you? we don't mean just the things of this world because you see, we need to take it to the next level. Did He wash away my sins? Has he shown to me, as, as this letter to Titus reminds us, the righteousness earned by him on a cross and the mercy poured out upon us by the power of the Holy Spirit? Am I thinking about where I'm at in terms of my eternity? Because it's there that Christ is good. It's there that the gift of Christ is poured out on us. Listen to these words. According to his own mercy by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. It is that reminder that the good gift is our salvation. That the good gift comes not by our being on the nice list, versus the naughty list, because you see, in God's way of doing things, I hate to break this to you, we're all on the naughty list. I saw a video online this last week of a young girl that was going through and cleaning her room, and she was Dusting everything and even moving things, not just dusting around it, but actually dusting under it. Which never made much sense to me, because if you got something sitting there, how does the dust get under it? Just me. And the caption of the video was, trying to move from the naughty list to the nice list. We can spend a lifetime trying to do that in God's eyes. We can even do all the right things according to the world and live in right ways. And yet if we don't understand who Christ is, and if Christ is not dwelling in our hearts, then that that nice list is always out of reach because you see the only one who can write our name on that, on that list, is Jesus Christ, and the only way it's written there is by his blood. We're justified by grace because of what he did on a cross. It's his mercy poured out to us. And it's because of this gift to us on a cross that we celebrate this day, a savior who has been born to you, who is Christ the Lord. This is Messiah. This is the one promised who has come, the anointed one of God, who comes to wash away our sins, to write his name on our lives and declare us holy and righteous Not because we deserve it or have earned it, but simply because of the love of God poured out to us through him. That love overcomes all things. Remember, when you leave here today, that you're loved. Remember, when you leave here today, that you're forgiven because of Christ. Remember today that you have the greatest gift of all. Jesus has been good to you. In his name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God and to life everlasting, amen.